Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and joined by me tonight, we have got the one and only Harrison Arns on the board. But yeah, it's a good day. Thank you for coming on the show tonight, Harrison. Yeah, it's quite the honor to be the guest. I've only produced the show for, you've been doing it for a year now? Well uh, over, over a year. a year, yeah. That is incredible. This is our anniversary. This is our anniversary episode. Yeah, shout we'll out to us. That. Shout out to Layton's Pub. Shout mm-hmm. out to everyone for making it happen. Yeah, but, shout out uh, to Don. Don, you give us the best food and the great great people there. Great food. We mm-hmm. always love it. We're very blessed. What'd so you get thank tonight? Thank you guys. I got wings as always. You got wings as always too. Yeah. Wow, we are just so... The wings are good. I've really grown mm-hmm. on the left. They got, uh, if you like dry rub wings, the lemon pepper dry rub. I think they have I some of the those. best wings in Nebraska. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, which is surprising. Nebraska is not, when it comes to wings, mm-hmm. it's hard. We got Tanner. Shout out to Tanner's. They got great wings. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Layton's Pub. Um, B-dubs. Wingstop. Yeah, Wingstop. Yeah, Wingstop's just like national though. Yeah. But no, Layton's Pub has amazing food. You can't go wrong with anything on that menu. Yep. I'm going to dive into that one tonight. And again, shout out to Layton's Pub for sponsoring mm-hmm. the show and sponsoring for as long as they have. But you got over a long break. What were you all up to over the break on um, what was snowmageddon in some parts of the country? <laughs> so break, when did even break start? That was like a month ago. Yeah. That's crazy. So I went home for break, which is South Dakota. Um, went home, hung out with family, did my training. And then my family and I took a little trip to Jamaica. Had to go get some sun, you know, get some vitamin D. And then I've been here since January 2nd or 3rd. And I've just been training. School doesn't start till the 22nd. So this is like prime time for us to just be getting good workouts in. And we've been having meets. We had a meet last weekend and we've got another one this weekend. So just trying to hit the ground running, you know, getting those good workouts in. How was Jamaica? Jamaica was phenomenal. Anyone who's contemplating going to Jamaica definitely should go. Amazing food, amazing people. It was beautiful. What's the vibe down there? What like what do you all do in Jamaica? Just walk beaches? Just hang out? So we sit on a resort and the resort... It was just like it had beaches and pools. I'm more of a pool girl. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I like to get that sun. I like to like have that vibe. And they had like little competitions and like music going on at the pool. So that was kind of what I was always up to. Okay, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Jamaica. Then you Shout get back. Jamaica. What was the temperature difference from Jamaica to getting back to Nebraska? Oh, my goodness. And then how long did it take to get used to? Because you really came back at the worst time. It's been awful here in Lincoln. Anyone who's been in Lincoln or just Nebraska, anywhere in the Midwest, it's been it's been horrible. Like mm-hmm. today is warm. I walked outside today and I thought it was kind of warm. Okay, see, the thing about Jamaica is Jamaica can get too hot. Okay. So, like, coming back to the cold, it was kind of nice. It made me appreciate the fact that we have seasons. I mm-hmm. think, I don't think I can leave the Midwest because I need, like, I need wintertime. But, yeah, Nebraska's really just killing it right now with the cold weather. Yeah, it, it's been an absolute nightmare. How's your car driving this weather? My car is fantastic. My roommate had a little accident the other day. Her car got hit, so... Was I'm it her blessed. fault? Or? No, it was not her fault. The roads are so icy, you know? Yeah. People are just sliding and swerving everywhere. So she didn't, she's good though. Someone she's slid good. into her. No, someone slid into her. And I was right behind him. So I just watched the whole thing happen. <laughs> That's so. tough. I always, you know, if that happens to you, it's just tough. Why I recommend you just blare your horn if you're sliding through that stoplight. That I will remember times. to do that next time I'm sliding through somewhere. It helps a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you're coming through a stoplight and you're, you can't stop, it's probably good to lay on your horn. Just let people know, like, I'm coming. Hands are supposed to be at 10 and 2. You can't like, which hand are you going to take off to blare the horn though? See, there's that's not safe. Is that a real rule that if you're not 10 and 2? 
I don't know. I just like that's what my dad always <laughs> told me. Were but. you okay? Were you driver Zed or were you? Let me get my forty hours of driving with my parents' signature. Um, drivers at wait no neither. Wait, how can you drive? So in South Dakota, you can get like a permit at fourteen, but you have to drive with an adult all the time. Otherwise, when you're mm-hmm. sixteen, you can take a driving test and then you get your permit. So when I was sixteen, I took a driving test. I failed it. I could come back in so many days or like months and then I retook it. And so, yeah, but I'm actually a phenomenal driver. I'm not going to lie. You failed your first one. That was because of like the questions. It's like when a motorcyclist is like turning left, which arm does he raise? And I got it wrong. Probably the left arm, right? If he's turning right. Yeah, it's the left arm. Okay. Yeah. And it was like, how many seconds are you incapacitated when you sneeze while driving? That's a real question. That's a real question. It's like 45. So what are you supposed to do if you know the information, not sneeze? I don't know. But <laughs> okay, yeah, that's one. driving test, man. I just can't do it. Yeah, always has me curious from state to state. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. okay, so you get back. You're in Nebraska. It's freezing, but you don't mind it too much because you got a little tired of the heat. Mm-hmm. Then you're getting back into training. What is the conditioning? How is everything getting back into competitive shape? Okay, so I was in a boot right before Christmas break, which was perfect timing because during Christmas break, you're just like kind of relaxing. You're not working out with your team. So that was a good time for me just to rejuvenate and be off for a little bit. Cause with a boot, you can only do so much. And so I trained with stuff that I could do while in a boot. So I did a lot of biking. I did some lifting, but like single leg and whatnot come back. I have to wait a week to get the boot like off and be coming back to like full training. So that happened. And now it's kind of like you're living the pro life. Like you literally don't do anything all day, but you just train and eat. Do you like that? I love it. Like, I wish I was an NFL player. Like, you just go to workouts, you go hang out with your team, and then you just go home. It's literally perfect. Yeah, it would be a nice lifestyle. So with school starting up, is that giving you stress at all? The We're not going to worry about school? that. Me, I personally don't like to stress about things. I'll okay. just let it happen. And then I'm just going to deal with it when it gets when it happens. So how much free time do you actually get when, say, uh, we get to outdoor season and you're a full-time student? How much free time are you actually getting? So in outdoor season, we're traveling every weekend. With indoor season, we have home meets that are hosted at Nebraska. So it's an easier schedule. But with outdoor season, you'll usually leave on a Thursday or Friday, possibly even a Wednesday. So it's a lot harder to manage all of your schoolwork. So me, I'll take a lighter load of classes. I think I'm going to take like 14, 15 credits. Just enough to be full-time, right? I think full-time. What is full-time? 14? 14, yeah. 14. So yeah, just a little bit under what I'd normally take out of season. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you really have to work on time management and making sure that you're getting everything done and that you're communicating with your teachers because during during season, it's horrible to try and do everything because you're leaving all the time. There's tests, there's assignments that need to be handed in, there's group projects. And so you really have to be like putting your foot out there and communicating with what's happening, what you're doing, because that's the one mistake a lot of athletes make. And communication then part? communicating like communication with your professors is the biggest key. So that happen a lot where like, say you got a test and you got an event that day. That's not well known. Like you need to be able to, as a student, take that upon yourself to communicate that. Well, it's not, it's not a football game. Like not the entire university of Nebraska knows <laughs> that like there's a football game today. Like with track, like you have to like, let your professor know like, Hey, there's a meet this day. Mm-hmm. I'm competing on this day. Can I take my test before or after? So you really have to be that person that makes a difference in that situation because they're not just going to like, no, you know, I was a learning curve for you in that situation. Freshman year, I was very blessed with having older people that were helping me through it. Like I had one of my teammates. Her name is Carly. 
she's been on the show. She yeah, was, was going to say it. Shout very out helpful. Yeah. Shout out Carly. She, <laughs> cause I would room with her all the time and she was always doing her homework. So that would be like a good encouragement for me to do my homework. And she was always like, make sure you reach out and make that, like, make sure you're getting it done. Cause otherwise you're not gonna be able to compete. And we've had people that aren't able to compete. And so you see that and you're like, Oh, I don't want that to be me. Is that a GPA thing in terms of competing? Or is that just like, if a teacher says you did X, Y, and Z, the coach will have the option not to let you compete. So if you have, I think it's like a D or a D minus, you can't compete at all. If any of your class grades are like a D minus or a D. Is that uh, all across Husker athletics? I'm pretty just, sure it is. Okay, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right then. Yeah, you don't want to have that happen. Have you ever been close? No. Okay, good. No, good for never, you. Never, <laughs> ever. Oh my goodness. She so when you got that. to college, did you think college classes were easier than your high school classes? See, I lived through like COVID. So I had online classes during COVID and I thought that was the easiest time of my life. You got down here in... I got down here last... Was it last? No, not last year. Like two years ago. 2022. Okay, I came to so co- yeah, college. Coming right after COVID. Yeah. And we're still kind of in that COVID period. Kind of. But like online with college, it's way different because it's more on you. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have one assignment maybe that week. You got to make sure you just do it. But like during high school and COVID, it was just like the teacher was constantly like checking in like, hey, you have to do this assignment. But it, the easy thing was it was online. So, yeah. Are you more cool. online or in person? I appreciate online. You do? Mm-hmm. If you had the option to go all online, would you? I think all athletes would prefer to go online. It makes more sense for you guys. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, you're traveling. The last thing I'd want to do after traveling, see, you know, you go to Rutgers for a track event all mm-hmm. the way to the East Coast. I'd hate to come back and have to do a test. Yeah, I know. If you could just do it online or do your homework online. What's the one spot you do your homework when you're on the road? Do you wait? Do you get the hotel room? Do you do it all before you even leave? I try to do an airport. You just like want to hang out with your teammates while you're at the hotel. Like you're either going to be playing games, just like talking, hanging out. I'm big on like, I need to just relax before I'm going to compete. I can't be doing homework. Like one Mm -hmm. of my teammates, she was taking this huge exam right like an hour before we were going to leave to go to like the track meet. I was like, I can't do that. Like just everyone's so different. Everyone's so unique on how they lock in for competition. So, yeah, but we just had a meet last weekend. Um, it went really well. We had Henry Zimmerman made a school record already. So that's fantastic for this early in the season. What was he running? He threw. Henry Zimmerman? Henry Zimmerman. Okay, I got, let me look that up here. Was it indoor or just overall record? Indoor, school record. Holy cr- So that was the first one of the year, right? Yeah. Are people, okay, give me the case on Zimmerman. Are people who were anticipating this? Pretty big things from him? He's a great athlete. I like I expected this. This man has been training. I think he really locked in after last season. He really put it down with what he's eating, his training. But like you look at that man, he is jacked. He's swole. He's doing everything right. He's very disciplined. So like I expected nothing less from him. Yeah, he threw 22.40 meters on a second attempt to take the number one spot in the record book uh, before topping that in his final try with a 73 uh, 0.06 or 22.42 meters. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shout out to him. Are there any other groups on the track team, guys or girls that are really, really strong that you're like, uh, maybe you should pay attention to this group? I'm going to say the whole entire track team is like, you better watch out for them this whole entire season. Like we've got a lot of strong people. We've got a lot of big things coming this year. Our men's four by four is already like third in the big 10, I think right now, mm-hmm. or like nation nationwide. But it's early in the season. There's a lot to come. So, Yeah, so what are your goals this season? The guys, they were able to win the Big Ten Championship outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good progress, good foundational step you'd want to call it because you expect mm-hmm. more in the future. 
what are the goals for you individually then for the girls for me individually i want to make top eight finishers for indoor in the 400 hoping to get into like 54s 55s no 54s 53s for indoor and then for outdoor we're hoping to finish top eight for 400 and just be a good teammate and be a good team leader i think this year and i we really want our women to win because we were expected to win last year we were like top three and then it just didn't go as the way we wanted yeah for a while there was both it was like every single week you'd see during the outdoor season you'd see the guys and the girls continue to climb up the ap top 25 mm -hmm. so hopefully it's a lot similar to this year um when it comes to your times what are you looking for to for times like what is a good time goal for you on the 100 and 200 because you still do 200 right um i haven't well i haven't been running yet but i'm running a four by four this weekend because my, okay. my foot is like i'm still getting back into it i don't run the 100 200 like 23s i'm trying to focus more on like the four this year okay so what's a good four goal for so you? so this season 53 low 54 okay and that's, like 53 like that's, and that's my in goal. a relay or just a single 400 just a single 400 okay that's a pretty damn good goal mm -hmm, yeah how are you feeling confident level reaching that goal i feel i feel more confident this season than i did last year i don't know if it's the fact that i went through freshman year or if it's the fact that i've really been locking in on my training i've been very confident in my coaches and just like trusting them i feel like that's something i struggled with last year is there was always like this doubt like oh this isn't working or stuff like that but this year i'm really just like i trust you with what you're giving me i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna give it my all and i feel like i still haven't given it my all i haven't gotten to that point where i wanted to throw up after a workout that's my goal this season is i want to throw up after a workout that's a unique goal to have i know but then that means that you're putting your body to that point where you can't go anymore mm -hmm. you know see like all my teammates are like throwing up afterwards i'm like i wish i was you so what do you do when you hit a plateau? Because when you get to power five collegiate track, mm -hmm. you're obviously getting to the best of the best and plateaus are going to be more frequent because you're, you're shaving milliseconds. So when you get to that first plateau, how do you how do you tackle those when you're just stagnant on a time that no matter how much training you can't you can't fix that time? The thing about track is there's always plateaus like mm -hmm. you have to understand there's going to be that plateau until you get to that peak moment. That's how track is. Your coaches are going to train you to have a plateau until you get to that one moment where you're just going to shoot off and drop maybe like two seconds off your PR. That's the biggest thing about track is just trusting the process. It's not like football. It's not like volleyball. It's a real thing where you just have to be patient and wait, which is so horrible, but it's the beauty of it. Like that's the most beautiful part when you get to PR because mm -hmm. it's such an individual sport. So it's like I worked for that. I I got this. When was that moment for you where you were plateauing what felt like for an eternity and then you break out of PR? Oh, I think it was in high school when I, I was a junior and I had won like the 400 state champion and I just felt like I was on top of the world. I had been training just constantly around the same times and then I finally just dropped a whole bunch. And like that happens in your career. Like that's what I'm hoping to happen again in college. I'm hoping mm -hmm. to happen this season and next season. Was there anything different before that? meet that you can think of or just happened see i do the same habit every meet i'm not gonna like be switching stuff up like i'm gonna eat the same thing i'm gonna go to bed at the same time i'm gonna read the same stuff i'm gonna think the same stuff so like nothing's different it's just like my body was ready to take that step you know yeah and uh let's hope it continues to go that way in this season uh what are you most excited about as the season as we as you got your first indoor one under the belt here uh you're about to be able to start running competing so what are you really looking forward to that's got you most excited in your sophomore season? I love my team. We have new people added to my team. So that, of course, makes it even better. But I'm just excited with my new mindset going into the season. 
I've definitely like gained more confidence as an athlete because when you're a freshman, everything's new. You're experiencing different things. You're seeing so much that you never experienced in high school. So now I kind of have that under my belt and I feel like I'm ready to go out there. I'm ready to have that strong mindset. I'm ready to have that just courage to go and run my race and run for Nebraska. Any fears heading into the season? Things that you don't really like to think about? There's always fears, Harrison. (laughs) They're going to be left and right. Like, duh, I'm going to be worried about injuries. I'm going to be worried about performance. Like, you're always going to have that, like, oh, crap, am I going to be able to do this Mm -hmm. type stuff? Like, I'm this is going to be my first meet this next weekend. Like, of course, I'm nervous. But you got to just put those away and, like, remember, like, I've been training for this. I'm ready to do this. I've this is my job right now is to be a D1 athlete in Nebraska. Yeah, I that's one thing I can never shake. I only did even at the high school level, the anxiety before the gun mm-hmm. shot off. I could never get rid of it. I, I always had that in my feeling. Um, you know, obviously, once you start running, it goes away. But before the gun went off, always had like so much anxiety running through me. What do you like before? Do you like take a little bit to feel better? Does it just take a few meets for you? Or do you always kind of have that anxious feeling before you start running? I think if you're not anxious, if you're not nervous, that means you don't care enough. I always freak out before my races, but in a healthy way. At our inner squad meet, that was the first meet I competed in this season, technically. I was like, I'm just going to relax a little bit. Of course, I was nervous, but I just wanted to recognize, like, this is how I feel. Why am I feeling this way? It's because mm-hmm. I care about what I'm doing. But so Axelina, one of our very talented athletes, she used to get such bad, like, competition anxiety that she would throw up every time. She's the one from... um uh, it starts oh. with an S. Switzer, not Switzerland. No. Sweet, not Sweden. Not Sweden. Not Sweden. Nope. Nope. No. Slovakia. Nope. No. <laughs> We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure this I'm out. I'm not gonna look it up. 402-464-5685. You can remember. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some free stars tickets to stars voucher tickets, so you can just go ahead and pick the game. Oh man, I'm a Estonia. No, that's Johanna. Dang. Okay, you're right. I'm pretty sure it's okay. I feel really bad that fact that I can't remember this. There's just so many it, people it from different be. places. It might be. Yeah, that's a it great. Might thing. be sweet. Hopefully no, they can not. figure out the NIL thing for those mm-hmm. foreign uh, athletes because that is one thing that continues to be a persisting problem. But with that being said, we're going to see if we can remember <laughs> the country uh, that she's from here. And if you can go ahead and pick it out, if you remember from any of those old Speed and Power shows, feel free to shoot a text 402-464-5685. But we'll throw it to break here on Speed and Power. Host as always, we got Megan Walker to my left. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you guys on the other side. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. The host is always Megan Walker to my left. And again, if you guys ever want to join the show, starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685. Streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 961. Great way to put a face to the voice. But over the break, we're talking about some sports. And Megan Walker, I want to ask you a highly debated question. To you, what is the most impressive sport to play in a sport that if you want to be the best, you want to play in a pro league someday, it's going to have the hardest learning curve? Learning curve, elaborate on that. So when I watch a great basketball player, Mm -hmm. they're super good at dribbling the ball. Um, It's really easy to tell. And if you watch someone who's just playing the game of basketball, they they can barely go through the legs. It's incredibly hard for them to have any sort of coordination to dribble the basketball. A bad basketball player can have really good ball handling skills compared to someone who just picked it up. So to me, that the basketball has a pretty high learning curve because if you're not used to, it's kind of the same thing as soccer. Mm-hmm. Like if you never played soccer, doing elementary soccer dribbling moves seem nearly impossible. So soccer to me kind of has that same learning curve, a lot of feel and touch. So that's kind of what I mean by it. When it comes to fighting, um, there's a learning curve, but you can also just be really, really good. 
And if you're powerful and strong enough, you might not have as big a learning curve. Uh, some of the other things like football, same thing. If you're an offensive lineman and you're just really, really big and strong, that learning curve might be a little shorter for you. So which sport to you are some of the most respected out there just in terms of the skill needed to play the sport? Isn't like golf like really hard? I'd golf probably say golf. I wouldn't say like track at all because track is just like, that's just talent right there. Hard yeah. work. Football, I would be like, it depends on the position, honestly. Yeah, football is tough because quarterback is very mm-hmm. obviously a incredibly difficult position yeah like kicker like that's kind of like you're good at it or you're not you know type stuff mm-hmm. so yeah i'd probably say like golf because that's very technical yeah or hurdling i would say hurdling maybe yeah what is the key to hurdling like just, how do people shave off times there is it just like minimizing your air time well it's gonna be like your speed work and then it's gonna be so our hurdlers do hurdle drills like three times a week like you just have to keep doing that repetition, even though you might not be hurdling, you still got to keep doing that. You got to keep working on your trail leg. You got to keep working on all those movements. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how to shave time in that. I think it's just speed that you time to like have to shave off. Do you ever want to do hurdles? I did hurdles. I've done like every I've high jumped. I've long jumped. What's the one I've that got away all. from you? The one that you're like, you know what? I probably could have dominated. I wish I was still high jumping. That's the I one. loved high jumping so much. What's the average high jumper height? For power five women's. Okay, so Jenna Rogers, shout out to Jenna Rogers. She just jumped six two school record or six three. I think it was six two. Okay. But she just or she, no, it wasn't a school record. It was a PR for her. But shout out to her. That girl is just insane with what she does. But yeah, I don't think I could jump that high. I think the highest I got was like five four. So five four? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna say I could. If you want a medal, say at a big ten event, what would you have to get? Ooh, like six foot. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm nowhere close to that. But you think that's the one that if you practice, you think you get to over six foot? I like to think so, but I don't think I would. Or I ran the 800 in high school. I probably could have done that. I still probably could do that. Yeah, you could You could always add the 800. My coach just doesn't give me a chance. Shout out to Brent and Emmanuel. Would you want to run the 800? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put me in. Sign me up. I will run the mile. I'll do anything. I'll do throws. Like, I love to try something new. Wow. I've never heard. Okay, you would do the mile? I would totally do the mile. Have you done long distance? So over the summer, my training was like two, three miles. Was it pretty? No. Would I do it? Yeah. Okay. What was your mile split? Well, I don't know. I don't remember. That was in the past. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair if, enough. Yeah. If I run it, I'll let you know. Okay. What about a throwing event? What's what's your best chance there for a medal? I'm not meddling. I'm just like a participant, <laughs> you know? But no, I think if you find something you really love and you put in a lot of work, what is it? The saying? talent wait hard work over talent yeah hard work beats talent yeah which i think is true in some certain like circumstances but not true in others it really depends on the people yeah i mean that's why they have weight classes and fighting like even if you're you know worked way harder the 300 pounder is probably gonna Mm -hmm. make light work of the 140 pounder like if nash wanted to wrestle me i could not like i would not win that what were your thoughts on the pin from the polar bear dude i just thought it was so amazing So he's from South Dakota. Yep. And so I always knew he was a big wrestler. And so I was kind of, when he committed to Nebraska just to do football, my, like my dad was kind of like, oh, he's going to miss wrestling because he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. He was undefeated. I didn't realize like it was like 140 something Mm -hmm. to zero. But the fact that it just came up out of nowhere, like it was just like, hey, Nash Hutmacher is going to be wrestling now. I think that made it so much more special. Oh yeah. Because like there was no buildup. It just happened. And that man went out there and he dominated. That was the best part. It's like the what, like you said, he dominated. Mm-hmm. Like of that Wyoming guy, I felt bad. I know the and pop like the, he got. The fact that like Nash doesn't it didn't come to college for wrestling. Yeah, like all these other dudes are, and I'm like, dang. He's like, yeah, let me just, you know what, I want to do this, Coach Manning. Let me get there. Yeah, I'll drop 45 pounds. Yeah, let me just drop that weight real quick. That's crazy. And then not only does it do it, 
Uh, he does it. He looks like he's in great shape. And then he gets the pin against mm-hmm. Wyoming. So shout out to him. Have you been to a wrestling event yet? I haven't. I really need to go to one. Okay, That's what's one your thing I need to. favorite event to go to? Oh, okay. There's something special about a football game. Yes. 100%. What is another sport? Volleyball, of course, special. I love the basketball vibes. PBA? I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just something like crazy, you know? It's just like everyone's loud. Everyone's cheering. Everyone's in it. But it's packed. That's the one, you know? Yeah, I definitely think when you look at the Vault 2, arguably the best building in terms of Big Ten for basketball. Like this Indiana, yeah, they got history in the building. There's some cool mm-hmm. ones. But if you're just looking like for the best, like what money can get you, Nebraska basketball, what they have in the vault is definitely that one. What about Stars games? I went to one Stars game. Well, I went to two. It was a different vibe. I Okay. My biggest concern is that a hockey puck was going to hit me the entire time. So I was kind of stressing out during the game. But other than that, like very talented people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's a good environment too. Yeah. That's always been one of my favorites. Not only because uh, it's pretty inexpensive to go ahead and watch it, but it's mm-hmm. some real talent out there. Occasionally, you see some future NHL guys out there. What's one event that you got to make an effort to to get to more that you really feel like you're missing out on? Because I felt bad for soccer. I got to go see oh. the soccer girls play. I I went to soccer games last year, but it was just too cold for me this year. It, it, it did get pretty cold. Or brutal. it was raining. Mm-hmm. It was either raining or it was too cold. Like, But I love soccer games. Like Those girls do a great job. Shout out to the girls soccer team. Didn't you have a background in soccer? No. Everyone thinks I look like a soccer player, though. So I could have sworn at one point in time. Yeah. Okay. But I didn't, they didn't know. I just, my parents never let me do soccer, I guess. Okay. So what all sports did you do growing up? Obviously track and field. What were the others? Basketball, volleyball. Basketball, volleyball. Mm -hmm. And then I know you liked basketball. Was there any thoughts going college for that? I wanted to go college for volleyball. I was getting recruited sophomore year to Hawaii. So I was like, I'm ready for this. But you know, Hawaii, it's like everyone gets that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I always wonder like what would have happened or if I would have dual sported. I feel like I totally would have been that person that would have like dual sported, but here I am just running track. It's always Even good to focus. Being a college mm-hmm. athlete now, you still think you would be a dual athlete? Yeah. I wish I honestly was. I feel like that'd be, I love doing like, I love being busy. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to have like, oh, this is my sport this season. This is my sport the other season. But the thing about track is track is such a different shape than any other sport. Like we have a ton of football players that just came in for track and I had to work out with one of them the other day. And bless this poor boy's heart. He had to do the exact same workout, the exact same time with me. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And he's just getting into it? He's just getting into it. And this man, my coaches were telling him like, hey, don't let Megan beat you. I was like, this would kill me. This would kill me. But no, like it's a different shape you got to be in. Like just because you play football doesn't mean you're in track shape. Yeah. So like all these boys are going through like track training and they're like, dang, like we were in the pool the other day and they're like, this is horrible. I was like, I feel like football practice would be horrible, but yeah, it's just a different, it's just a different league. You know? Yeah. They all kind of got their, their unfortunate scenarios. If you're a football player, depending on what position you play, the shoot sucks. Like there's mm-hmm. just certain things that you don't want to do. So kind of on that same note on the sports we respect the most, which sport has the worst practices? Oh, what is it? I'd say swimming or gymnastics. I always just hear gymnastics. That yeah. surprises me. What would their workouts be? I suppose they need a lot of upper body strength. Well, they'd be doing like cardio all yeah. the time. And then my friends from on the gymnastics team will be like, oh, yeah, like I threw my shoulder out. I'll be like, I didn't throw my shoulder out. Like they just have so much like, oh, they fell off the bar. Like there's just so many other factors. Mm-hmm. And I bet like football practice is horrible, too. Yeah. And, yeah. There's always just like minor injuries. Mm-hmm. You hope it's nothing ever extreme. But yeah. But I feel like every sport has their unique factors of it, you know? Mm hmm. What was the worst injury you've ever had? 
Worst injury, like from a sport mm-hmm. or anything, anything that like really debilitated you. I'd say my, my concussion or this foot thing. I've never been like in a foot. First injury. boot. First boot. First injury from sport. Honestly, that's a pretty good run. But I yeah. suppose track, you you're really not too worried about injuries. Yeah, Other but than like shin splints you always have like, like shin splints, foot issues. Darius Luff, who's a really good runner for us, he has the same foot issue going on. I think we got like 17 people in boots. Not really, but like we got a lot of people out right now. But it's just small stuff, you know. Track is just so. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of small stuff, shin splints. What? What is? I don't even know what shin splints are. I was fortunate enough not to have to deal with them, but when my track in high school, that always came up a lot. What are your shin splints? Okay. I hope I never have to experience this. Okay, so you don't experience them either. I don't experience them. I've heard that they're a mindset thing, which may or may not be true. But like, I've heard that it's like this thing that you think about that like it's going on, which I could totally be wrong. And I'm sorry if I offend the people that have shin splints, but it's just like all the force on your shins and it just causes them to like have pain and you can't do anything to get rid of them. Like you can ice, but that's not going to like take it away. Oh, so if you, if you have shin splints, they're not going away. They're not going away. Like, there's no healing for shin splints. Unless you believe it's a mental thing. Yeah. But I think with shin splints, the best thing to do is just not run. Not not put force on your feet. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a track athlete, you can't just not do nothing, you know? Yeah, that's always a tough one because we had that same thing. Players or athletes, they'd have shin splints. They wouldn't do their running events. Coaches would be upset. Mm-hmm. Kind of same thing, saying it's in your head. Uh, that's always a tough one to figure out. When it does come to track, stretching is always a big part of it and we'll we'll answer this one quick before we go to break when it comes to stretching i learned something incredible on fitness fanatics about what overstretching can do now that can actually have some really negative effects so when you're getting ready for your events how much time you're actually putting into stretching so we all have a workout like warm-up routine we're gonna do is that's gonna start by just running a little bit and then you're gonna do <clears throat> your like sitting down stretching and mm-hmm. then dynamic stretching that's the biggest part of what you're gonna do of your warm-up that's what's going to get your muscles ready. But I don't even think like I'm going to do less than 10 minutes of like sitting down, like stretching, like touching my toes, all that kind of stuff. But the dynamics, that's what's important. That's what's going to get like your body ready. So, yeah, I've never under like I've never overstretched, I hope. And I hope that doesn't happen. It's a weird thing that it even happens. Yeah, like, I, I kind of wish you didn't tell me about that because I'm nervous sense. about it. Well, yeah. I guess it happens a lot like after races. Yeah, like people feel like they're really tight. Um, and shout out to Dr. Adams from Spine and Sports Chiropractic. He came up here and he was talking about, you know, it's after those events, everything's warm. Everything's really loose already. You just ran a mile on it. Um, and here you are just continuing to like really push and pull on those muscle mm-hmm. tendons when, like you said, they just need rest. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're worn out. That's why you're feeling pain. They don't need to be stretched out even further. So just something about if you are, especially with New Year's resolutions going on, if you're pushing your body, uh, make sure to stretch. Don't overdo it and just give yourself proper rest. With that being said, though, we'll go ahead and throw it the break here. This is Speed and Power. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. Host as always, Megan Walker to my left. Don't go anywhere. We got one more segment on the other side. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back in. Final segment of Speed and Power here on Ticket Weeknights, but don't go anywhere. We have What's Brewing with Chancellor Brewington up next. The host is always, and he will go from 9 to 10, and that will cap off our Ticket Weeknights here at the 1040 Ticket Studios. But switch things up. This is typically the rapid-fire segment. I will ask Megan Walker the questions, since typically she always asks everyone else the questions, and uh, you refuse to answer them when they're fired back at you. So this will be good (laughs) to go ahead and get these out of the way. Uh, i got to try to remember all the questions you typically ask. Okay, first question. You got three items of food in your fridge. What are those three items? Okay, to be smart, it's going to be chicken, 
yogurt and chocolate, like dark chocolate, like cocoa. Okay, so like a permanent health kick is what you're describing. Yogurt, healthy chocolate, and chicken. Mm-hmm. Probably. Those three things. Three things. Okay. Don't I don't like water. this. I want to think about this more. Isn't there? Isn't one supposed to be a drink? I think there's just water in the fridge. I think we like <laughs> clarified that with somebody. Oh, you get the the, the water the dispenser fridge? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Island, same thing. You get three items to bring to that island to survive for as long as you possibly can. No Wi-Fi. If you got a phone, no service. Don't bring a boat. I don't like getting asked these questions. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to bring my mom. Sorry, Dad. So my mom. Oh, one of those little lighter things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you bring a lighter. Yeah, I'm like a big lighter, like a heavy-duty one. Okay, heavy-duty lighter. Probably like a lantern so I can see at nighttime. Okay, what are you going to do? Oh, headlamp. Headlamp. Two headlamps. One for my mom and one for me. Okay, so you got a headlamp, you got your mom, and you got a lighter. Yeah. You can't bring two headlamps. Okay, one headlamp, lighter mom who gets the headlamp whoever doesn't have the lighter <laughs> okay fair enough uh next question here I'm trying to think of all these questions you normally ask okay yeah here's a good one what is your favorite song or musician my favorite musician right now oh i don't even know let's see what's playing on my playlist right now yeah what is what is some of the recent songs that if i was in megan walker's car i would probably hear this one play oh i like blair rap music so like big x plug like that's what i'm jamming to these days okay i'm big on like the heavy duty like you can hear my car next to you hear the bass yeah (laughs) okay yeah um ddg what else kind of depends kind of depends what kind of vibe i'm in I was listening to what was I listening to on the way here? Yeah, give me a what? lot of King Vaughn on the way here. King Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. Man, I I don't think Kevin I'm that Gates. Old. Kevin Gates. Yeah. I'll put you I like on. Kevin Gates. I'll put you on. Puncho. Yeah. yeah, all that good so stuff. So do you got a favorite? Favorite rap artist? Like if I was to meet one? Yeah, like well, yeah, you can put it that way. If you were to meet one, hands down, this is the one you'd want to meet. Probably like Gunna. Gunna? Okay. Yeah. I would just like What's his what's his favorites your favorite song of his? I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. It, Trick yeah. question. Next question. <laughs> uh, okay, how many owls would you have to see in a day before you panic? One what a at good a time. question. What a good question. I think I would have to see at least four, and then I'm going to be like, wow, what is going on here? Fourth owl? Fourth owl. Okay. But I don't think anyone would care. I'd be like, I'd, I've seen four owl, like, owls today, and they'd be like, I don't care. You know. So it'd have to be like 10 for them to be like, oh, I care. Four for you to care, 10 for the masses to care. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I... I put mine right at seven okay um favorite movie all time i don't like these questions my favorite movie right now at this moment would have to be inside out inside out is that the horror no it's the disney movie okay. about the emotions no, okay no definitely not i'm thinking of uh i'm thinking of lights out maybe i don't okay. know um mm. what's another one you normally ask here i'm, th- um, I'm thinking your role here favorite seven, book here we go favorite book yeah Ooh, oh, I can't say my favorite book's title, though. Okay. Why can't you say the title? I just can't. I'll tell you off air. Okay, but, fair enough. Um, good book that I recommend, Atomic Habits and 48 Laws of Power. Those are probably my two like books I would recommend. And they're some of my favorites. 48 Laws of Power. 48 Laws of Power. What's good that one about? book. It's about power. But like at the beginning of the book, it gives you like this warning. Like, hey, if you're going to read this book for like negative, like to just gain power from people, don't read it. Okay. So you really just have to be careful with what you're reading. That book messed me up. I'm not going to lie. Deep book. Deep book. Okay. Deep book. Looking to cut to the heartstrings. That's the yes. book. Okay. Final question on the way out. Megan Walker, you have the opportunity to talk to yourself at 10 years old. What are you telling her? Oh, I don't like these questions. <laughs> oh, what would I tell her? Mm, can I have a new question? 
Okay, Megan Walker, you're meeting yourself and you're 13 years old. What are you telling her? Oh my goodness. Trust the process. Trust no one. No, I'm just playing. Whoa. Love. Okay, embrace everyone that's around you. Love your family. Like, love people. Just love people. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's yes. going to wrap it up for us. This has been Speed and Power. Shout out to Megan Walker. House is always to my left. And that was me filling in. We will have the normal routine scheduled guest next week. And don't go anywhere. We got What's Brewing with Chance of Brewington up next. And that will wrap up the Ticket Week Nights. Talk to you guys in a little bit. Appreciate you listening.